three, two, one. Let's do it. <laughs> Welcome to another show, eh, Mike? Barbecue, man. It's time. All right. What's on our menu, big guy? Menu for today. We're going to talk about strange foods. What the hell? Uh, then we're going to do a 30-minute recipe or less, which is smoked cream cheese. Mm -hmm. He's not really mm -hmm. cool, but we're going to talk a little bit about moonshine laws, because we're going to get into that. <laughs> and the last part is, is a really sad story, which What's has that? taken place, which happened <gasps> about Fred. Oh, right, right, right. Already, I talk about this delicacy. It's a very, it has very chewy texture. Yeah, there she is having some right there. And it's a, a wiggly seafood that is slightly salty and okay. has the, the flavor of like clams. Right. Uh, the dish can be either served with fried food or vegetables. Uh, and they actually use it in a powder form to enhance the flavor of foods. Dingling, get it. Johnson, get it. Free Willie's. Got it. Free Willy. That's ah! Free Willy, everybody. Willy. Because you know that, the where that they changed that title, right? Wow. In in England. Because Willy means a completely different thing, which is kind of where the subject we're on right now. Yeah. And the crazy thing about this, guys, is this, Mike, believe it or not. Which point are you talking about? The one up here or the well, one down here? Okay. As you guys can guess what we're talking about here, there's the female and the male version of this species. Oh. And, girls, glad you're going to love this fact. The female version of the species grows up to 24 inches. A lot bigger and better than the guy's version. I don't want to talk so about So in it. other words, ladies, you have your own dingling. Ham hermaphrodite. Your or own transgender. Your own dingling. Dingling? And the guys are a lot smaller. Cool. That's a cool subject, Mike. Yeah, man. I loved it. Enjoy it. Go buy it at your local store. Yeah. <clears throat> Look it up. Google. Okay. Part two is barbecue cooking techniques. Part and two. you are going to talk about what subject? Charcoal and the best kind to buy out there, everybody. And I'll say, let's be, let's be, I'll begin saying this, okay? When I first started off barbecuing, when I was a wee lad, you know, I was using charcoal like everybody else, Mike. Self-lighted charcoal, the briquettes, or whatever you want to call it. And they're loaded up with a chemical to light the charcoal faster. Some type of liquid fuel. And then, of course, you can spray gas, <laughs> which you don't want to do, burnt eyebrows. But it still gives you bad flavor in your meat because of that charcoal soaked with this this stuff. Oh. So, guys, here you go. All right. Best charcoal to buy is lump charcoal. So, the pitmasters are using lump charcoal, which is 100% natural wood, Mike. And it also... Preferring this is like good name brands, Fogo, Royal Oak, all premium lump charcoal, 100% wood. There's no chemicals in it, no fillers, no binders, nothing like that. And it burns hotter, cleaner, and less ash coming up. So that's a lot of positives and, yeah. very, and very little negatives, Mike. Well, interesting because yeah. you, you talked really about the chemicals. Mm -hmm. That's yes. a big... big. No, no. No, no. No, no. No, no. Wee wee. No, no. We're on the last subject. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay, so you talked a couple words up here, which are really kind of You talked about binders. Binders. But no, what is... They'll hold the briquettes together. They, they, when they manufacture, they put some type of a binding uh. chemical that binds the charcoal together. And that's why you gotcha. see those octagon bri briquettes that are so perfect in the bags. Whereas you see the lump here in the picture... And it's amazing. It looks like wooden pieces, and it's actual natural wood, guys. Right. And a lot of this Fogo, the good name brand, you pay a lot more. 
But guys, it gives you a good wood burning taste too to your food. Yeah. Being there's, you know, it's wood burning. Duh. And Fogo and this, uh, the other one I just mentioned uh, is the Royal Oak. I mean, yeah, I pay about a third more than you would put pay for the lump charcoal, but overall, you get a lot more flavor. Hands down, I'd rather pay the money. Yeah, sounds good. I got to try that. Yeah, I never realized there was so much chemical changeover. Yeah, there's every it's, it's wow. every part of it. Flavor, flavor, flavor. Perfect. Yeah, cool. Anything else you want to add to it? That's enough said. Write in if you have any questions, guys. <laughs> okay. I know that didn't work. Get, today. Get out of there. Okay, we're done. Go. Oh, my Lord. All right, this is What the Hell Moment. What the hell? Uh, and uh, the hell? we live in a banana belt. It has to do with snow. Oh. Throw your picture up, and I'll keep talking for half Welcome a second. Welcome to Canada. That's the enemy right there in the picture, ladies and gentlemen. The enemy. Is it the enemy all the time? Oh, well, what he does to us at the end of our driveway oh, is not pretty. That's different. No. Yeah. And that's what it is, guys. It's the windrow. Windrow. Shovel your snow, your whole driveway. Go inside the house, relax, go, okay, that was tough. I mean, you know, especially the big snowstorms we get here in Canada. And then this truck comes along, the plows, and they put a windrow at the end of the driveway, and then you got to deal with that. But I I, oh. fig I figured a way to do it, though. Yeah, who, There's how, a trick what? to that, guys. Don't give me shit out there, okay? I mean, it's making, uh, you know, building this, my grandson. I promised him 50 cents. I even raised it to a dollar, Mike. I gave him a raise the other day. He was out there for about a day to, to get rid of the wind road at the end of my driveway. But, you know what? Grandpa loves the little guy. Especially now. What and you know what's even worse? When you you back muscle. The, go back to the window for a second. <laughs> if you can find it. Move again! Yeah. Do you know what's even worse? What's and that? This happened, what's and that? It has happened to my neighbor, too. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, we have the cold weather and we have the, the warm weather. So, normally they plow. It's nice and warm. Yeah. Go back. And then and then what happens is, unfortunately, they forget to do it, right? The plow it. Like, yes. shovel it. Yes. And then it froze like it yeah. did last week. And it was solid chunk of ice. You used to see people getting out of the driveways going, Oh, I've done, I've done that, money. <laughs> I've done that. Crazy. Man. I'm just lazy. I don't want to shovel. Anyway, we, yeah. like, we do like snow plows. It's just not in front of us. Yeah. So. But Canada's been pretty good overall, other than those situations. That's it. Next. Okay. Rosie Posey's in here next, and she has an email for Mikey. Yes. Hey, Rose. Rose is from Newcastle, Ontario, and she was wondering, what's the proper way of lighting charcoal? And, guys, that's a really good question, by the way, because this is what you don't do exactly. Gas and lighter fluid can... You want to get rid of your eyebrows, Mike? <laughs> that's that, that's one way you're doing it, everybody. All right. Yeah, no gas. Again, flavor in your meat. You don't want gas flavor. So, yeah, basically, do not do that. Can I tell you what you should do? I smell gas. I okay. know. Exactly. Okay, what should you do? How yeah. do you, what's the proper way? All right. Check this out, everybody. Check this out, Rose. This is for Rose. Rose, that is known, as you see right here, guys. Okay. A, a chimney. A charcoal chimney. Regular hardware stores, whatever you want to call it, Home Depots, Lowe's, all your regular Canadian hardware stores, or in America, put the charcoal in the chimney, and I don't know if you can see this, but when you lift up that little chimney, you put paper, roll up paper underneath, and light the paper through the little holes, slots at the bottom of the chimney. Your charcoal is going to be nice and red hot, no chemical taste in those charcoals. And again, we said earlier in our show, use lump charcoal. Again, 
And but the chimney is fantastic. It only takes two three minutes rather than burning your freaking eyebrows off or singeing your hair on your arms. I've done it. I remember when I first started this years ago. Yeah, I was like the rest of And it doesn't grow back either. Exactly. So there it is. And then not only after Mike, can I say this also, Rose, you're finished lighting it up. The oh. placement of your charcoal and where you should place it. Now what this is here is it's uh, it's an offset to zone placement. You can see the charcoal's on one side of the grill and there's a water pan or a drip pan, whatever you want to use to add moisture to your meat when you're cooking it or catch the dripping so you don't have a, drip, a grease fire. And you put the drip pan there. So you're putting the meat over the drip pan, offsetting the heat, and then you're putting maybe a, a few smoker chips on top of that charcoal on the left, as you can see in the picture. Little tricks, ladies and gentlemen, little tricks. Yeah. So there you have it, Rose. Hopefully, uh, if you have any more questions, what's the uh, email address, Mike? M.G. Barber. 2014 at gmail.com. Looking forward to hearing. Yeah, I love you. I'm just telling you right now. So we, we go shopping and stuff like that. Uh, it's a wonderful lady. Uh, love her, like I said, very much. You know, so I'm segueing into this to be really, really, really. So she does have two little problems. One, the car mm. she drives is a great little car. It's Toyota 2007. It's got a very touchy gas pedal. Okay. Two, she's losing feeling in her feet. Okay. Let me tell you, we pulled out and went up and went down the street, and it was like, and then she took her foot off the gas. We went for it. I feel like it was in a stock car. Like Mom, it was, Mom and Dreddy. Oh, she's 88. And try, it was, hey, we still got the barbecue thing up there. What? Get the barbecue down. Look at your picture. Oh, sorry. Sorry. It's okay. Leave it. That's our key. So, yeah, honest to God, it was, like, it was like dealing with Mommy Odretti. This, I love the picture show going on here. We're going to try and find the right one. There we go. So, yeah, it's like Mommy, I've never, I've got whiplash just trying to get going down the street. <laughs> wow. It was awful. Anyway, that was Get your appetite ready from novice to expert. Techniques, recipes, and ideas. Okay, we're back. And Mike is going to give us his recipe on smoked cream cheese. Yeah, that's better. Cream cheese, you all. And this is what it looks like. Check this out. Check this out. I made a ton of this for my neighbors and me last summer, and they loved it. And why they loved it, I'm going to tell you guys how this works, okay? We are all going to get an 8-ounce block of cream cheese at our supermarket, especially get it on sale. Anyways, the point being is... I and you can add anything you want. I prefer everything bagel seasoning. People love that, the seasoning that's in everything bagel. You can, like I say, put your uh, uh, smoker rub on there of what you like, whether it's a hot, mild, whatever, cinnamon, anything you want on your cream cheese. Brush the cream cheese with oil. And that's coating all sides underneath and the sides and on top, okay? Once that's done, generously, add your seasoning and in my case as i just said bagel seasoning then i'll scour it in a diamond a diamond pattern on the very top of the cheese with a knife you know maybe i don't know very little but scour it and make sure there's some lines in between it and then i use an apple smoke in my pellet smoker by the way and i use my my pellet um tube run some pellets in there I go for about an hour and a half to two hours, watch how much smoke you want. We've learned that in my other shows. And then I, like I say, I smoke them for about that, that length of time. 
pull it out, let it cool. Now, key point here, everybody, this stuff is amazing with just grab your French bread, your crackers, and start cutting that up and spreading it on that. Glass of wine, you're in heaven or a beer. You can add jam to your cream cheese, mix that together. You have that smoke flavor. But I strongly suggest you do not eat this cream cheese for about a week to a week and a half. You can, when it's coming out of a smoker, and that's a lot of other cheeses when I do cold smoke on my other cheeses, is that you're gonna get a very bitter, smoky taste. You have to let it rest for about a week. So wrap it in saran wrap for about a week, week and a half, then you cut it up. Oh, sorry, meant to tell you one more thing, guys. Remember this, put the cream cheese in the freezer for about 30, 30 minutes, just to harden it up before it goes in the smoker. The smoker is gonna go in for about 225 Fahrenheit. And that's it, you have smoked cream cheese. Question. Yes, please. What is bagel seasoning? Okay, I knew you were gonna ask that, Michael. It's something you buy at the supermarket. It's whenever we go to the bagels, uh, the, you know, get your breakfast bagels at Tim Hortons and all the other places. It's the seasoning, all that those beautiful seeds that are on top of your bagel. Oh, it's just the seeds. Yeah, I thought it was like it's, a seasoning, like salt, well, pepper, or whatever. It's got different. It's got different herbs and everything, and seeds and all that. So yeah, I sprinkle that on my uh, cream cheese. Okay. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, love it. Can't say that enough. I wonder if Tim Hortons sells the seasoning. Oh, they're at all the grocery stores. We have two or three bottles. Yeah. Nice. Any grocery store. Everything bagel seasoning. Okay, this last little segment, or second last little segment we're going to talk about is about moonshine. And mm. in particular, uh, like I mentioned the other day, I'm making my, my run of moonshine at home. We're going to talk about some of the legalities behind this. Yeehaw. Now, the problem really comes in with the tax department because the way the uh, license is set up to get actually make your own moonshine is for commercial use and it's for being able to produce it which then gets into all the bylaws within the city for the health department and then it gets into the retail sex now there's been an, a couple of cases here especially in ontario where uh, a judge has uh, ruled in front of this whatever took place mm -hmm. he got charged a gentleman because he had a moonshine mill that's uh, still and uh, the judge asked him, do you sell this stuff? And he goes, no. The judge went, okay, fine. And he went like this and threw it out of court. It, most times you take, you make your moonshine, it's just about 150 proof. That's about the normal operating wow. time. But you have to water it down. And then you have to season it and you let this sit for a while. So we'll get into all that. That's the next couple of segments. Cool. We're talk about. So that's basically on moonshine a little bit on the laws in, in Canada. So it is illegal to make it. I'm going to look forward to it. Since he's my buddy, I get to drink it. Cheers. All right, this last bit of information we're going to plug out here has to do with news around the world, and it has to do with Groundhog Day, which just passed, right? That's right. And uh, we are going to have a minute of silence for Fred. And you can throw us our Fred here because... There he is. There's a sad yeah. moment that took place. So a minute of silence. Okay, that's enough. Uh, Fred actually died, yes. with us. So the story goes, this is actually in Quebec, uh, just recently happened, and unfortunately, you know, you know, when they went to get him, wake him up, to, to bring him out, and do you see the sunlight, do you see the moon, whatever you see, he was kind of like really stone cold. Because like, So long, Fred. Oh, you just, <laughs> so long. <laughs> so long? But to die right on that day or the day before. A couple days before, but what, what Lisa was talking about, what did she say that they, they got in, in, in his place? Oh, a little kid. What yeah. kind of fake toy yeah. of Fred? Yeah. 
<laughs> to replace them. To replace them. To say whether or not we have a long winter or not. <laughs> and of course, we got six more weeks winter, right, Mike? We saw a shadow the kid did with the toy. So, so much for Fred. Bye, Fred. Next time, we get a new Fred next year. Cheers. Sad moment. I know. I'm sad. All right. Hey, well, that's it for today's show. Yay. It's been fun, guys. Cheers. All right, man. All right. Cool. Bye. Yeah.